everyone. Oh my goodness, happy 2021. I am so happy that it is not 2020 anymore. I'm sure you guys can all agree and relate, but fuck 2020. It's a new year, baby. Let's go. Let's get the shit rolling. So this is actually my second annual New Year's resolutions episode. If you guys have been here from day one, Thank you, first of all. Second of all, go listen to my very first episode. I actually just looked, and I believe my very first episode ever on this podcast was January 18th, so a little, not less than a year ago. So we're almost to a year of being on this podcast, but my very first episode last year was basically like introducing you guys to me and my podcast and resolutions and a Q&A, all that jazz. And you guys loved that episode. You guys like literally blew that shit up overnight. And that is still my most popular episode to this day. So I'm hoping this one will be just as popular. So if you're new here, if you're finding a new podcast for 2021, hello, my name is Becca. I'm a 20-year-old college student. I have this podcast just to be kind of my outlet and my creative outlet. And I talk about anything and everything on this podcast. It is, I would say, more geared towards health, lifestyle, wellness, advice, tips, Q&A, and that kind of realm. But, I mean, it's under the personal journal category, and I'm really open to talk about anything. I get a lot of my episode ideas directly from you guys, and a lot of that comes from the podcast Instagram. So if you're new here, be sure to go check out that page. It'll be down below. It's called at the Trail I'm Taking Podcast on Instagram. We have grown that page so much in the year. I think I created that page back in March or maybe a little bit earlier later. I don't entirely remember the exact date, but... We are literally at like over 800 followers on that page, which is so awesome. And I love growing this podcast every week. So thank you so much. But yes, if you're new here, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you want to stay. Definitely subscribe, share with a friend, all that good stuff. Leave a review, leave a rating. It helps me out so much. And I love hearing you guys' feedback. But yes, welcome if you're new here. If not, welcome back to my podcast. First episode of the new year, guys. Oh my goodness. Usually I upload on Mondays. Yesterday I had every intention of recording this episode, but honestly I just wasn't in, not the right headspace, but I just wasn't like ever creative feeling or I just wasn't feeling very inspired at all yesterday. And I don't really hold myself to a very strict uploading schedule just because this is solely my thing and I don't want to be constrained to a made-up date to record and upload on. I just want to upload whenever I want to upload, which is something I discussed a few episodes ago because I started off this podcast last year uploading on Saturdays and then school came around and things got kind of jumbled, so I switched it to Mondays. And now it's primarily still on Mondays, but this is a prime example. This is going out probably on Tuesday today or maybe even tomorrow on Wednesday. Kind of just depends on when I sit down and edit it. So If you're new here, that is kind of what I'm about. I'm a two-sport athlete at my college. I play volleyball and lacrosse. I'm a podcast host, and I'm also a spin instructor. And yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I think I'm going to make a whole post on the Instagram page, kind of reintroducing myself for the new year for any of you new listeners here, just so you can get to know me a little bit more. I will also have my personal Instagram linked down below in case you want to follow me there. But let's go ahead and hop right into it. I am so pumped for this episode. Usually at the beginning of every single episode, I have like two little segments, I guess you could call them. I do what I've been up to and then what I've been loving. So kind of like a weekly recap and then things that I have been liking or like my weekly favorites kind of thing. Since I just uploaded last week and it's kind of just a brand new fresh start, I don't really have any 
favorites to talk about this week just because I haven't ordered anything. I haven't received any packages. I haven't found anything crazy online yet. I will say yesterday I got my very first Fabletics package and I have never fallen into the whole like Fabletics VIP membership because I've always thought it was kind of a scheme in some sense or like a scam. I don't know. I had no reason to think that. I just kind of always thought that like to begin with. So I became a VIP member and let me tell you, it's actually a pretty good gig because you get everything like on crazy sales, like 70% off if you just become a member. I mean, like becoming a member doesn't cost any money or anything. You literally just order and press like I'm a VIP member. And as long as you order and like if you don't want to order that month, like for this month of January, I don't want to order a thing, order anything because I just don't have the money to do that and I don't need to do that. I went onto my account and I like paused this month. And as long as you do that between the first and fifth of every month, then you don't get any charges to your account and you get everything at the VIP sale price. So I know that sounds kind of weird and it sounds too good to be true, which is probably why I never thought it was like a legit thing. But one of my friends got me onto it and she said it was like completely like okay and not a scam. So I did it and I just pressed the little like, oh, I'm a VIP member ordered my package. I will say the shipping sucked. I don't know if that's because like the holidays and New Year's and all that or if it's just Fabletics. I know some of the reviews that I read on items on the website were saying that like the package took weeks and weeks to get there but it said it was supposed to be here like December I want to say like 28th and it just got here yesterday so January 4th. So like I said that could just very well be because of the New Year's and traveling and the mail running whatever but I guess I will see it in my next package how the shipping is on that one. Maybe it'll be a little bit different. I don't really know. Overall, that was just a rant. The clothes themselves, I really am impressed. I will say I got a pair of the leggings and then I got a sports bra. They're both black. It doesn't, it's not like an exact matching set, but they're both black. So of course they already match. And I was a little skeptical because I usually read reviews on everything. Like I'm like a review fanatic. I love to know people's opinions and what size they got and how it fits them and whatever. For some reason, I think I was just so excited about ordering off of Fabletics and like getting such a good deal that I just didn't read any of the reviews on the leggings that I ordered, which obviously is like very unlike me. So I got them yesterday and yesterday morning before the package delivered, I read the comments and all the reviews on the leggings that I ordered and all the reviews said to size up and that they run extremely small. So I was pretty bummed out all day thinking that they weren't going to fit me. And I will say they are definitely a little bit tight and hopefully like the workout that I do with them will be very hard and make me sweat a lot. That way I feel good in it because I can tell that they're not going to be the greatest leggings just for like lounging around just because usually like when I lounge around I sit down and I'm not worried about working out and they are definitely tighter than I would want them to be. But overall, very, very good quality. The sports bra is really good too. I will have both of them linked down below if I can. That way you guys can see which ones I ordered. But as for what I've been up to, that's about it. That's the only thing that I have been doing and ordering this week. I do have one thing, like a big thing that I've been doing this past week that's gonna come later on in the episode. But overall, I just wanna hop right into this episode. So let's just get started. So before I hop into my 2021 resolutions, goals, whatever, I figured it was probably like a good idea to just kind of recap on things that I learned from 2020. I know that we all agree that it was a pretty shit year and that not a whole lot happened and that it was more catastrophic than anything else. But, you know, it's a good thing to reflect and learn and see what you need to grow from. So I figured I would put just a few things that I learned from 2020 
So the first thing that I have written down is you have to be able to be independent slash okay with being alone. Now, if you, like I said, if you've been from this podcast for a long time and if you have been listening since day one, I always talk about who I am as a person and how I act in my daily life and my independence is part of that. I am an extremely, extremely independent person. I pride myself in that. That's one of the things I love most about myself. I love that I can completely function on my own whether that's with friendships or relationships or whatever, most things people do with those people, I still do those with those people, but I can do them alone and I have no problem doing that. I think I've just always been a very independent person, but I think this year, right when the pandemic hit and we were all in quarantine and just getting thrown for a loop, independence became a really, really strong factor. And I think it became very, very important for people to discover about themselves. And I say that just because during quarantine, a lot of people, whether or not you lived with family or lived alone, during this entire process, you were alone and by yourself a lot more than any other typical year. Whether or not you were quarantining because of COVID or you were just stuck at home with your family, you were getting a lot less social interaction than ever before, rightfully so, because of this whole pandemic. And I think it was really hard on a lot of people who are very dependent because they weren't able to obviously go out and spend time with their friends or their loved ones or people that they just tend to depend on every single day. And for me, I would say that I really wasn't hit in that aspect of like my life just because I have always been very much on my own and I like to be by myself. I don't mind alone time. I actually like prefer it. I do love spending time with my friends and family and boyfriend and all that, but just overall, I'm a very, very independent person and I love doing things by myself. So I think that 2020 taught me that even if I wasn't independent before, that I have to be on my own and I have to be okay with being on my own. And it's a good thing to be able to sit by yourself all day and not feel lonely. There's a difference in being alone versus feeling lonely. And I think 2020 definitely taught me that. And I think it taught a lot of other people that as well. But there's certainly times in my life or throughout my day that I do feel lonely if I'm being by myself. But I feel like as long as you are okay with it, rather than being not okay with it most of the time, then that's where you're thriving in. That didn't make any sense, but let me just re-explain that. So I think that if you are in a 24-hour day and you're all by yourself, if there's only 10 minutes that you feel lonely and the rest of those 23 hours you feel good, then I feel like that's, that's a pretty good scenario. And for me, that's how I am. I don't mind being alone. And I think that during quarantine and if I was ever by myself or just at home for a week or not working or just stuck inside all day, I really had to learn to 100% be okay with just being by myself all day and learning to make myself busy and have hobbies and things like that. So I'm going to touch on that in a few minutes again and the other things that I've learned, but that was pretty much like the first and biggest thing that last year taught me. The next one is to nourish your mind as much as you nourish your body. And this also kind of hints at quarantine and just being alone and out of the gym or letting your eating habits slip or whatever. I think that aside from just diets changing and like weight fluctuating and weight gain and all that during quarantine, which I think happened to like almost every single person last year, I think I learned that nourishing your mind is just as important. And because we were alone so long and so much and longer than ever before, it became so apparent to me that I had to figure out ways to have self-care days and take care of myself before I take care of other people. And 
whether that was meditation or journaling or just being more mindful or conscious or aware, I learned so much about my own mental health and my brain and how I work and how I function and how I operate. And I actually have a whole episode on the importance of mindfulness, meditation, and journaling, which is something that I'm still very passionate about. And I still do a lot of those things. I will say I don't meditate or journal nearly as much right now as I should be. And I know it's a brand new year, so I want to get back on that as soon as I can just to start this new year off on the right foot. But anyways, I just think that I learned a lot that helping your mind and your mental health is just as important because when we were alone for so long and by ourselves, you have a lot more time just to get in your head and overthink and obviously being in the house a lot more than usual. You're on your phone a lot more than usual. Therefore, you're on social media. I also have, I think, two or three episodes about social media and my opinions on them and the toxicity of them and how they can be good and bad, but more bad than good. So when we were all on our phones for so long, obviously you are spending a lot more time on social media, whether it's comparing yourself to others or being jealous of others or getting wrong advice from others. I think it just led to a lot of people having a lot more negative of a mindset during quarantine just because we were constantly exposed to different social media outlets. And I think TikTok grew more last year than like ever before. I'm not sure when TikTok even came out, but I definitely did not even pay any attention until 2020 and the first part of the pandemic hit. I feel like TikTok just took the world by storm. And yes, some of it was like so fun and entertaining and mindless to just scroll through, but some of it was so negative and the things that were portrayed and especially like people talking negatively about people gaining weight during quarantine and all this bad negative like stigmatized things I think were just enhanced on TikTok and Instagram and it made so many people just feel bad about themselves and I don't know I just think a lot of last year revolved around social media and not helping your mind but just tearing down your body so I think the last year I learned a lot about myself and my mental health and my brain and taking care of myself before other people and having self-care days. I know I also have an episode about my perfect like self-care routine and my nighttime routine, morning routine. I think that taking care of your mind and your body and soul comes a lot from routines, whether it's during the day, nighttime or morning. Routines, routines, routines. They help so much. They are so nourishing. They are so helpful and I love them. I live by them. I'm not a big person into like astrology or anything, but I'm a Virgo if any of you are interested because I know some of you guys are like really, really into astrology. I've never really paid it like a whole lot of attention other than I know that I'm a Virgo and I know that every now and then I see things on the internet relating to like what Virgos act like and they're pretty spot on, I will say. I fit a lot of the Virgo categories and characteristics, so that's always kind of fun to read about. But for me, like with the whole Virgo thing, I have found that Routines for me are just very vital and I like to have my days planned out and if I'm gonna have a day full of doing nothing Whether it's because of quarantine or whether I just didn't have any plans that day then I have learned that I need to have a routine and I like to write things down in a planner write them down on a computer make sticky notes make to-do lists. I don't know all of that jazz I love doing it and I think I definitely learned to do that more over the break last year the next thing I learned in 2020 it's important to have hobbies I kind of just touched on this but Hobbies are so beneficial and especially in a year like we had last year, I think that even though it's a new year, obviously like the pandemic is not going away anytime soon. We're going to be in this predicament for probably quite a while. So I think a lot of these things that I learned are still flowing into this year and maybe even the next year and the year after that. But 
hobbies can really they can really change your life if you guys have been around here for a while i actually started spin class last year i actually last week just hit my like one year anniversary of being in spin class i started my very very first class like december 28th i think of 2018 i guess no 2019 so 2019 i had my very first class and i started this podcast in january and I had just began like starting spin classes and I talked a lot about them and how I really liked the classes and I kind of took you guys with me through that journey and literally now it's a year later and I'm now an instructor at the gym. So I teach spin class, I teach it on Saturdays and it's honestly crazy to think about that because one year and so much change. If you would have told me at my very first class in that December of 2019 that I was gonna be an instructor, I would have been like, no, you're lying. And now I really can't imagine my life without spin. It's such a large part of my fitness and just my interests and my goals and my hobbies, my passions. I love spin. I love everything about it. I love teaching. I love choreographing the routines. I love the music. I love sitting on in front of people on the podium. I just, I love the whole shebang of it. But hobbies like that have really become very important to me. And you guys know that obviously this podcast is called a trail I'm taking for a reason. I'm a very big outdoor person. I don't know why I didn't mention that at the beginning of this podcast, but yes, I'm a very big outdoor person. I love hiking. I love anything that has to do with being outside in nature. I post most of my pictures on the podcast Instagram of like hikes that I've been on and places that I've been, especially like out west or hikes that I go out of state. So that is a very, very large part of me. And I got to do that a lot more last year after the national parks reopened because of COVID. Hiking in general is a pretty solo kind of activity. You're not really around people, and when you are, all you have to do is slide a mask up. So it was a really great activity to have during last year, and since I've already liked that for so long, it was nice to have that and still be able to do that pretty much all year long. There's only a few months where I couldn't, but I went on some really cool hikes last year, and that was awesome, and I think that between spin and podcasting and hiking, I just really realized that hobbies are so, so important especially because we were at a home lockdown for so long and I feel like quarantine lasted forever and it just never ended. So hobbies were really, really important to develop. The next thing and the last thing, I know I feel like you could go on forever about things you learned from last year, but like I said, a lot of these things that I learned are still relevant right now because the pandemic is still here. And even though it's a new year, I feel like a lot of the same things are gonna happen and they're still happening right now. But anyways, the last thing that I'm putting for my 2020 recap is that you can't plan for anything and things can change at any moment. And this kind of contradicts the thing I said earlier about being like a planner and I do love routines and I do love that, but I think last year helped me a lot in the aspect of learning that you have to be able to go with the flow. Even if you are a high-strung person who loves routines and loves knowing every aspect of the day like me, you really, really have to be able to be laid back and go with the flow and accept things that you cannot change. And if life throws you a curveball, you just kind of have to roll with it. And if life throws you COVID and a six-month quarantine, you kind of just have to roll with it. And you can't complain about it. It's not going anywhere. We're still here in this pandemic. Obviously, it didn't just last a month like we all thought it did. It's been a year now. And I think that realizing that all of our plans changed last year, even after I had a whole list of New Year's resolutions that I, pr- I pretty much like followed most of them, but obviously you can't plan for a worldwide pandemic to happen. I think the last year really taught me that even though you plan for things and you manifest things and you want things to happen, you can't make for sure that any of those things are actually gonna happen. 
and things can change at literally any moment. And a lot of our plans and vacations and traveling, whatever, they all got put on hold and they may still be on hold right now. And you just have to be okay with that and you have to accept changes that happen and things that you don't expect to happen and things that happen in an untimely manner. You just have to be okay with it. And that was kind of hard for me because you guys know I am a very planned out person. I like to know a lot of things about what I'm doing in the day. I like to have routines. I like to have to-do lists. I'm a very organized person. So when all of my plans just suddenly like completely change, obviously it's going to throw you for a loop and I just had to learn to be okay with that. But I think I've gotten a lot better about that. And now I kind of describe my person, like I describe myself as the kind of person as I'm a very organized person, but I like to have organized plans for my lazy days. So days that I know I'm not going to do anything like today, today I'm off work and I've literally done like not much today at all. It's 1248 in the afternoon and I'm still in my pajamas. So even though it is quote unquote like a lazy day, I still have a whole to-do list. I read my book for an hour this morning. I made breakfast. I made lunch. I have made this podcast episode today. I cleaned my room. I'm going to go vote today. Like I have things that I want to do even on my days off. And I think that the whole mindset of last year and being able to be okay with change really has helped me even so far this year. So that kind of concludes my 2020 recap of things that I learned. I was going to go through in depth and kind of reflect on all of the resolutions that I had last year and if or if I followed them or not this year. But like I said, I don't think anyone 100% like followed or went through with all of their 2020 resolutions just because everything obviously changed and got put on hold, which is completely fine and we just have to learn to deal with it. So I wasn't going to do that. I will say a lot of them I did follow through with. I know like the first one was eating healthier. I know one of them was taking my spin to a new level. I know one of them was going snowboarding and going hiking more. So a lot of those I did get to accomplish, which is awesome. But there are always things that you still want to do that you won't be able to do, which is fine. So moving on to this year's resolutions. And honestly, I debated calling these like resolutions because I've watched two or three YouTube videos of people that I subscribe to on YouTube making their resolutions and actually they're calling them like mantras or goals or just like aspirations or whatever just because like we just discussed resolutions imply that like you're going to do that and it resolves a problem but we cannot confirm that any of these things will happen obviously they're just hopes and goals and things that I would prefer to happen but like we just learned last year Things can change at literally any moment, and who knows what this year is going to have in store for us. I really have no idea. Hopefully, it's much better than last year, but I think that for the sake of this episode and just for the sake of, like, this is the same thing as I did last year, a year ago as my first episode, I'm just going to continue calling them resolutions. Obviously, think of them as what you want. They can be mantras. They can be affirmations. They can be manifestations. They can be goals. They can be preferences, whatever. These are just things that I would like to accomplish in this new year. And I tried to take into account like what could possibly happen this year to affect these resolutions. So a lot of them are things that I can kind of do no matter what, just because they're more like mental or like physical things to do each day that I don't need to worry about like the quarantine or the pandemic or anything like that. So these are more just things that I know I can accomplish each day if I really want to. So the first 2021 New Year's resolution or goal or whatever mantra is to cook more meals. So I, in the past like a week and a half, have started cooking more. And my whole life, I've just never really been in the kitchen. I just, I don't know. I've never, like I was never the kid that wanted to learn how to cook. And I think now it's kind of 
screw me over because I'm 20 years old and yes, I go to college and have like a meal plan so I don't have to like worry about it. But I don't know, there's just times where I want to know meals to cook and if my boyfriend and me are like having a date night, like I want to be able to cook a dinner for us or like cook for my friends or like have people over and me cook a meal. So these past like two weeks, I have been learning to cook different meals. I will say none of these meals are like from scratch pan casserole meals. That's probably going to come later on in this year. But right now I'm just starting easy. A lot of these things come from like a box or they're just very simple recipes from Pinterest. So I've made things like panko breaded chicken. I've made, um, what else? Oh my God, now I'm blanking. What else did I make? I made chicken. Oh, I made some um, chicken rice bowls, like kind of like a chipotle bowl. So just simple meals that are easy to make, but still constitute like actually mixing things together and putting things on the stove and actually like warming them up and cutting them, whatever. So to me, that is somewhat like a good start at cooking. I've been trying to just like learn new recipes and things off of Pinterest and easy, just quick things to do off the internet that I can just make for my family or just make for me and Andrew or whatever. So hopefully this year it brings a lot more of that. I know that I'll obviously be at school the next month or two for the semester, but when I'm home all summer long, I want to have a lot more recipes to cook. So I'm actually going to be posting this on the podcast Instagram for you guys. I want you guys to tell me your favorite recipes, your favorite easiest recipes. I don't need anything hard, but a nice, simple beginner recipe would be great. And I need recommendations. And I want to be able to cook a lot more meals this year for me and my family. And going with that, I want to do a lot more things in my, not my diet, but like my eating style that are gluten-free I touched on this a few times last year in my episodes, and I'm no in no way, shape, or form diagnosed with gluten and like sensitivity or celiac disease or anything. I have no medical diagnosis. This is all off of my like googling and like my symptoms on WebMD. I just think that I am somewhat gluten intolerant or sensitive. I don't know if that's like a for sure thing, but I've done a lot of research on it and. I actually did a whole project in school last semester about celiac disease, and I know that I don't have that, but like I said, I think I'm just somewhat insensitive to gluten and dairy in some aspects, so I want to focus a lot more of my cooking on healthier, like gluten-free or dairy-free meals, and one of those going with that is a new pasta brand that I found. It's not new, but new to me. It is the brand Bonza. I'm sure you guys have heard of that a lot. They're really popular on Instagram with like sending people boxes of Bonza pasta, it is chickpea-based pasta, and it is gluten-free. It's like double the protein as regular pasta and like half the fat. It's super healthy. It tastes the exact same as pasta, and I, if you guys know me, I love pasta. I can put down some chicken alfredo. I just love pasta. I always can go for it. It's always good. It's filling, but it's not always very healthy, and the Bonza chickpea pasta is so good. I literally have it planned to cook some tonight, but so healthy, so good, gluten-free. I don't feel like shit after eating it. I'm not bloated. It doesn't kill my stomach. It's just very light and very easy. So I want to incorporate a lot more of those kinds of things into my cooking meals this year. And just overall, I want to be able to cook a lot more. And hopefully by the end of this year, I will know how to cook a lot of recipes and casseroles and lasagna dinners and whatever kind of dishes. I want to be able to prepare a lot of different things. My next 2021 goal is to read more. So this is the thing that I mentioned earlier that I've been doing a lot this week that I wanted to hold off talking about. So I have been reading so much in these past five days of this new year. Now, let me just preface by saying that when I was a kid, probably from ages like 7 to 13, 14 maybe, I would read like four books at a time. I always had library books checked out from school. 
I had a membership at the library in like the local town that I lived in. I loved reading and I, from a young age, like I just always had my nose buried in a book. I think they were always pretty much like fiction books. I know I don't really go for like historical books or sci-fi or anything like that, but I just loved reading fiction books and I think that contributed a lot to my maturity as a kid and my vocabulary and how I talk to people and how I wrote especially. I notice now that like the more I start reading now, my vocabulary is so much better and I can write and like read so much more eloquently and I've always been a very, very good writer even in like my high school years of writing papers and essays and I was always complimented by teachers on how well I can write and I 100% give that credit to reading as a kid. I think that reading especially like older books than my reading level age when I was little, that helped me so much learning how to like read big words and decipher their meaning and spelling and writing and reading and making sentences go cohesively together. I don't know. I've just always really been a very great writer and I love to write. Like I love writing essays and I don't ever like really dread writing papers just because they're so easy for me usually and not easy like the information, but writing them out and like putting them together, I just have always liked and I'm usually very good at it but reading has really helped me do that like in my entire life and I'd say probably like right after I stopped reading when I got a phone and I went to like middle school and social media became a big thing I feel like I just stopped reading and I never read books and I just fell off my entire love for reading which really stinks and over the past few years I've always kind of wanted to like get back into it and I've read a book or two here and there for like high school when I was in high school and in college I had to read like one book my freshman year last year I did a little bit better about it I think I read like two or three maybe books I know that this time last year I read one like life-changing book that I honestly want to reread again and possibly read like every new year just because it is that life-changing it's called The Slight Edge my friend Fred gave it to me at school and yeah that book is just very transformative I have talked about it a lot on my podcast and it is just a book that I recommend to literally every single person It's definitely more of like a self-help kind of self-development, personal growth kind of book, which are usually my favorites. And that book is honestly just, I don't know, it just means a lot to me. And it is so, so insightful. I love every word written in that book. So I have everything highlighted in there. I definitely recommend that you read that book, especially starting off this new year. But anyways, I don't even know how I got in that tangent. Last year, I read that book. I read a few more last year, like nothing really super big or like life-changing like that book, but I don't know what about it. Right after the ball dropped this year, I was like, I really want to read more. So I had been stealing my dad's Kindle and downloading books on there. Usually I don't like electronic books and I don't like e-readers. I usually just stick to like paper books. For some reason though, I'm not really sure why. I've just been really big into reading off of like a Kindle or like a Amazon Fire or whatever kind of e-reader tablet is around in the house. I just read books on there and I have been loving it lately. It is literally January 5th and I've read three books this year, guys. Three. I think I've read three books in the past two years, let alone five days. I used to just love reading and then I hated it and now I'm loving it again. So let me just put you guys on with Colleen Hoover. Wow. Colleen Hoover has done it again. She is such an amazing author, you guys, especially if you guys are around my age and like not just girls. I mean, guys can read her too, I guess, but it's definitely more of like a girl-centered kind of book just because they're usually more like girl-focused in that the main characters are usually girls. It's usually more of like a romantic book, that kind of thing, but I'm just a hopeless romantic when it comes to books like this. I love her books. I love her style. I love her writing. 
I have read three books by her so far. I have read Hopeless. It ends with us and November 9th. When I tell you guys that I've never cried over a book ever, I really have never cried. But literally all three of these Colleen Hoover books, I have been a puddle of tears in each one. They are such just a good storyline. And I told my mom the other day that each of these books that I read by her, when I think back on them after reading them, for some reason in my head, like they automatically go to like movie scenes. That's just because of how vivid and like great her writing is. Whenever I'm reading her books, they automatically just picture as like real life movie scenes in my head. And I just picture them all as like an actual movie. And I think that all of her books would be such a good production and like such a good film and movie. But wow, yes, they're all just so good. The three that I just mentioned to you guys are by far my favorite books that I've ever read. And I want to read a lot more of her books this year. Right now, I just started another book called The Bright Side, which had a lot of really good recommendations and like reviews on Amazon and Goodreads. So I'm now reading The Bright Side. I think I'm like halfway done with it. I started it two days ago. And oh yeah, the Colleen Hoover books, I have finished each one in 24 hours, which that is like insane for me because I'm not a very fast reader, but usually I just don't like reading in general. And these books are each like only 400 pages, which is like not that much at all. But I've read each one in like a day just because I sit down and like want to read. The other day I woke up at 5 a.m. to read. Who the fuck does that? Who wakes up at 5 a.m. first of all and wants to read? I guess me because her book's phenomenal. And I actually just noticed that she liked my mention on my Instagram story because I posted a picture of the book by her that I read. I think it was like November 9th. I posted a picture on my Instagram story and tagged her and she liked my reply. So the queen herself literally liked my reply. So thank you. But speaking of reading, I created an Instagram highlight on the podcast Instagram of reads and I'm just going to be posting books that I'm reading, my reviews, and thoughts about them. So be sure to go follow that page so you can see all my updates. And I'm also keeping a book count on there. So, so far I'm at three. I don't have any kind of numeric goal I want to be at because I don't know if I'll be this into it all year. I really want to be like an avid reader all year long. But I mean, obviously, I don't think I'll be cranking out three books every single week of 2021. I'm just perfectly fine. But overall, I just want to read a lot more. And I think it opens up my mind so much and it's a good little escape from reality and I don't know I just love reading again and I'm so happy about it because reading is such a good habit and it's just so good for you I feel like there's so many benefits to reading especially reading early in the morning or late at night or just whatever I just love reading now so hopefully it stays here all year long but if you guys have any book recommendations definitely dm me because I want to read them I really, like I said, I really want to read a lot of books this year and just really get back into it so let me know your favorite books the next thing that I have is to hike and solo hike and travel more. This was also one of my goals in my 20 goals for 20 years old episode that was posted last September on my birthday. I obviously turned 20 years old and I had 20 goals that I wanted to accomplish. So a lot of these are still kind of like similar to those. But as for New Year's by itself, I definitely want to be able to hike a lot more and specifically do a solo hike. I had like a whole conversation about this on that episode that I just mentioned, but Really the reason behind this is because I mentioned like my independence and my love for hiking in general, those things coming together is like something I really want to experience and I want to be able to just go on a hike by myself and feel secure and feel safe and just have fun. I don't always want to have to hike with like a family member or a boyfriend or a friend or whatever. I just want to be able to go hike by myself and enjoy it and feel fine doing it. So I think that would be a really cool experience and hopefully I can get into that this year. And with that, I kind of want to vlog them. 
I don't know if this is gonna be like a TikTok kind of vlog or like YouTube. I don't know. YouTube kind of scares me because I have always wanted to be a YouTube vlogger, but I don't know. That just kind of kind of scares me because that's a lot. That's a really big commitment and that's a really big chance to just get totally shat on by people. So I don't know. That's that's just a really public platform. So maybe more like TikTok or like an Instagram highlight reel even or like Instagram stories. I don't know. You guys let me know your thoughts. But with that, I just want to be able to hike and travel a lot, even if it's by myself this year. So that's one. The next goal is to save more money. Whose goal is that not for this year? Okay, listen. So I made an episode last year about budgeting, money, savings, my thoughts on money, how I handle money, all that jazz. You guys really, really loved that episode. And it was all about budgeting and my finances and whatever. So I'm a very, I'm just going to say I'm a very frugal person, okay? I'm a frugal person. I always have been, probably always will be. I will say I'm not like, I'm not overly frugal. I will spend money when I want. Like, for example, I just spent $145 on a pair of Birkenstocks that are very ugly, but so cute at the same time. They're going to be here tomorrow. But anyways, I mean, I definitely have times where I splurge and that I don't feel bad about spending money. But overall, I feel like I, yeah, I'm, I'm just frugal. I don't like to spend money. I try to save money as much as I can. In that episode, I discussed how like every single one of my paychecks from work, I only keep like 50 bucks out for gas and like 20 bucks of spending money. And I put the rest in my savings. And I think that's a really good habit to have, especially at my age, because I want to be like financially mature and financially smart about what I do with my money. But there is definitely parts like of my spending that I don't know. I'm probably too frugal in a sense in some situations where like I should just spend 20 bucks and get this or I should just buy this or I should just go do this. But I don't know. I talk myself out a lot of money spending just because I, I just hate spending money and I feel very guilty when I do it. I feel like I don't deserve it half the time. But anyways, this is kind of this is going to sound totally contrasting, but I want to save more. I want to save a lot more money this year. And yes, I'm obviously going to make sure that like I spend money on myself and splurge on myself when I want to and like not feel bad about it. But in the grand scheme of things, I do want to save a lot more money. I think saving money is just a really good idea and a good investment. It's just a good habit to have. I feel like most people my age, especially like 20 year olds, they don't have a very big responsibility of like saving money and they don't really care about it. They don't want to do it. But for me, I'm the opposite. I want to save as much money as I can to pay off college loans. I want to have money for the future. I want to have money just in case I need it. I just want to have money there to help me out when I'm older. And I know that I will thank my 16-year-old self for getting a job and working and saving all her money when I'm like 25 and needing that money. So I just want to make sure that I save a lot more and that I'm very smart about what I spend my money on. The next goal is, this is just like a funny goal because I think it's hilarious. So in a few episodes ago, what? That was not English. A few episodes ago, I mentioned that I have this trend on my Snapchat memories that every time that I get Dunkin' Donuts, because I like love coffee now, as you guys know, every time I get Dunkin', I take a little video on Snapchat and I save it to my memories. And in each video, I do like a little cheers to the camera, right? So I counted and now I have 27 videos. So I've gone to Dunkin' 27 times in the past like three months. And each time that I take a video, I save it. And at the end of either this year or just like when I have a lot of videos on like in the memories, I'm going to compile them all into a video and post them either like on TikTok or Instagram or both or whatever. And I just want Duncan to notice me. I want Duncan Donuts to shout me out so bad. I don't know why. I just think that would be so sick and so cool. And my boyfriend, Andrew, actually bought me like a hilarious gift for Christmas. It's a sweatshirt that says Dunky Junkie. 
And I just think that is so on brand for me. Wow. So good. So I just really want Duncan to notice me this year. I think that would be so cool. Okay, next. Next goal is more water, less bloat. I literally have written down in my notes, more water, less bloat. I have discussed bloating a lot on this podcast. A lot of it's just because like this is a very kind of health and wellness centered kind of podcast. But for me, I can take like a gulp of air and I bloat like a whale. That's just who I am. I don't know why that happens, but I wake up, I drink a sip of water and I look like I'm 400 pounds. I don't know why that happens. And I don't know if it's like my diet or not eating enough certain foods or if it's not drinking enough water. I'm sure it is water. So therefore, it's one of my goals this year to drink more water. And I don't know. I just really need to get my bloating under control because it is so like bad for my confidence when I eat a cracker and I'm so bloated and I feel like I just look horrible. So that's why I want to drink more water. And then as I mentioned earlier, like eat better foods that are gluten-free, dairy-free, and just lighter in general. So I just want to drink a lot more water this year. I know that in general, like not even bloating talk, I just do not drink enough water at all. I don't know why I don't, but I just, I feel like I'm never that thirsty throughout the day and I just never think about drinking water, especially like when I'm at work, I will work an eight hour shift and never have a sip of water, get home and be like, oh, I drink one cup of water today and wonder why my face is breaking out and wonder why I'm bloated. So I want to just really, really, really make sure that I drink a lot of water this year. The next thing, last goal. This is my last New Year's resolution for 2021. Last one is take my spin to a new level. And that is verbatim an exact goal that I had last year. And it turned out so well. I think I really manifested a lot of good spin related things to my life last year. And like I said, I'm literally an instructor now where I started off at. And that is so full circle for me. And that is so amazing. Like I'm the most grateful person ever for spin and being an instructor and for such a small gym that I teach at, I treat it like it's the biggest job in the world. I love it. I'm so passionate about it. So this year, I wrote down the exact same goal that I had last year because I really want to reflect by the end of this year and I really want to see where this goal gets me. So that is one of my goals is to take my spin to a new level, whether that is teaching at a new studio or teaching more classes or getting a new job somewhere teaching spin. I don't really, I don't even care. I don't care what it is, but I just want to grow my passion and I want to just see where it takes me. So that is my last goal for this year and I think that's kind of full circle and I think it's going to be a good goal to look back on this December. And wow, we are, how are we 42 minutes in? Holy cow. I did not think it was going to be this long, but I really hope you guys enjoyed. I really hope you guys liked some of those. I really want to know some of your guys' resolutions. I just posted on the podcast Instagram like during this episode. I posted on there asking you guys some of your goals. So definitely be sure to go tell me those. I'm so interested to see like what you're manifesting this year and what your mantras are. So I'd love to see what you guys are hoping for this year. Hopefully it's a lot better than last year. I think we're all hoping for that. Also, I feel like I'm talking a million miles a minute right now. I'm so sorry. I just drank a cup of coffee and I'm buzzing with energy. So sorry about that. But I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are having a fantastic start to this new year. We're going to make it great. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're new, thank you for coming. I hope you're still around. I hope you press subscribe and I hope you love this podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys next time with a new episode.